Welcome to the Power Couples Rock Podcast, where our mission is to build a collective community of marriages, where we encourage, inspire, and support one another in order to have masterful marriages. We're Carlos, Catherine, Chris, and Sonia. Please check us out at powercouplesrock.com. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. We believe that one of the most amazing legacies we can leave in life is a great marriage. So we hope you'll listen, learn, and love the conversation. Let's power up. Hello and welcome, (laughs) hopefully again, to the Power Couples Rock podcast. I say hopefully again because we've been doing a number of these and you've hopefully already listened to one, two, maybe more. And this is another podcast in, in the long series of of these things. I am here with my beautiful, most beautiful wife, Sonia, and two Hello. of my most favorite people. In, in the universe. In the universe. In the universe. For sure. We're in the universe. Carlos and Catherine Green. What's uh, up, my brother up, Chris? Chris power so up. Good to be here. Yes, let's power up. You know, sports is something that is super huge in many parts of the world, whether it's soccer. In other parts of the world, they're calling it football, American football, baseball, basketball. It's just, it's a, it's a super popular thing. And we were in a conversation many weeks ago about couples that are on the sideline and just sort of going through the motions on autopilot, not really being intentional about what they want in their marriage and focusing on that because of life, because of their jobs or their children or other things. And maybe their, their priorities get, get twisted up. And out of the blue, Sonia said, yeah, we just need to get in the game. And Carlos had an idea. It was like, we need to, we need to talk about this because this is a great conversation about being intentional getting in the game and, and how that applies to so many uh, different things for, for the marriage. So Carlos, when, when we talk about getting in the game for you, sports analogies aside, what for you as a power couple uh, has you getting in the game? What inspires you to become intentional about your marriage here with Catherine? Thanks, Chris. For me, what inspires me the most is to see how Catherine and I win as a couple, how we win in every aspect of our lives. We have those six core areas that really guide our marriage, which is faith, family, finance, fitness, future, and fun. And if we're very intentional about those areas and we can focus on how do we win in those and I'm doing it with Catherine, that's where I feel like we're in the game. We're intentional. We're winning. We put together our playbook, our strategy. So if I could say 
I love sports, all kinds of sports. But what I enjoy most about sports and the fascinating aspect of it are the stories behind the athletes. Right, right. Kind of like the E60 specials, you know, yes. or, or um, you know, Sonia, Sonia doesn't like sports that much. I mean, she'll sit and, you know, watch games or whatever. But there's that show that comes on uh, ESPN. It's usually early on Sundays or Saturdays. And um, I probably, I, I forget what the name is, but it's all about that. You, you're not, they don't even scroll sometimes scores at the bottom of the screen. It's, it's about what happened and what's the story behind this player, how they grew up, or if they've got you know a family member who's handicapped and what they've done for that family member and it's inspiring and you usually end up crying you know and Sonya will end up sitting next to me on it the sucks couch. me in every time yeah it does every time and and so to your point the story behind i'm sorry if i interrupt no there, that's but fine I mean, that's that's another i guess analogy here and, and here's what fascinates me most about it is their discipline their endurance mm-hmm. their focus yes their intentionality of this is my goal and nothing nor anything will stand between me and my goal yeah whether it be getting into getting into the NFL or NFL or going pro. NFL. Just going, going pro. pro just going pro right so i love their tenacity yeah in it and again, their intentionality. And I believe that's the type of mindset mm. that we should have as married couples. Wow. I think it's important to, that we share our stories because um, th- that strengthens not only just your relationship, but mm-hmm. others' relationships that's right. as a community. Uh, typically, when I talk with couples, I'll ask, What's your story? Yeah. Because then you get to the heart of the matter and I'm sucked in because I'm really wanting to get to know what their narrative is. Right. And so I think that's so relevant and so important. Yeah. And it's, it's all, it almost can make you think too, when you, when someone asks you that out of the blue, well, Chris and Sonia, like, what's your story? And you start to think to yourself, do I have? Do I have a story? Like, and it makes you rethink things. Put them. Put put you into a, a maybe in a somewhat uncomfortable situation of. We almost need to find our story to give us that that focus and to say, well, our story is this, and maybe the story isn't great. How do we make it? How do we make that? Like, because we're not at the end of the story yet, right? We're not, and so we want to make that story end as happily as, 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 it, as it can be. Well, you talk about getting in the game. Well, that's what it's all about. The two couples getting together. Part of your story is mm-hmm. discovering what your story is. And if we can use the analogy again of how we use sports, I'm sure as the coaches are talking to the players, you know, they know their history. Yep. They know 
you know, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. They know maybe they are highs, their lows, and they begin to understand that story. And then they're able to bring it together as a team mm -hmm. so they that each person can work in that position that they're in and whether the score is down or whether they're winning they can say here's the reason why we're losing why we're winning the same thing with our marriage we can say you know what are our successes how are we working together right. and then what are those things that are maybe not helping with our narrative and i don't look at everything that's maybe challenging as not working to bring your relationship together because you need those challenges to help strengthen your that's relationship. Right. Yep, and that's so right. that's part of what that team is. You're figuring it out. They don't do that at the game, in the game. They do that during practices, one-on-one -on -one drills. They're doing it when no one's in the stadium. And they're con before, before the, the season, season starts, starts. off-season. Prep Preparation. Exactly. And oftentimes right. we see couples that just want to show up for the game and haven't prepared themselves for the game. So my question is, um, as a couple who is entering into the power couple's get in the game sort of um, arena. My question to you guys would be what kind of struggles did you have to overcome and how did you overcome those to become a team working together? Cause I know when people are having struggles communicating, you've got two different people that communicate different differently. Like Chris and I do. Um, sometimes you can't get past get communicating to move on to the bigger and better things. There's a roadblock there that became, can become so frustrating sometimes that you can't even get past that to then work towards being a power couple. So my question to you guys is what kinds of things did you have to overcome? Maybe one or two. And how did you do that? Okay. Does that make I sense? I think for me and then Carlos can share for him. One of the, uh, things that has helped us to overcome and identify um, some of our struggles is first of all understanding our personalities and how like I receive information and then how he receives information mm -hmm. and initially maybe that was a struggle so for instance I'm a processor and so if you're asking me a question then uh, oftentimes I need to think about it, digest it a mm -hmm. little bit before I can respond. And he's pretty quick on his feet. And maybe <laughs> initially in the beginning, we it was a struggle because yeah. it's like he's waiting for an answer. But I wasn't communicating very well to say, you know, I really need to think about that before I speak mm -hmm. because I want to make sure that it makes sense or that I've understood what was actually the question or whatever. And so once we learned that that took time, but once we learned that, Hey, that is, I'm going to celebrate you as a processor instead of looking at it as a negative factor, mm. because once we begin to turn that around, we begin to appreciate each other's strengths in that area. Well, so 
that was a huge th- struggle in the beginning. And we've just used tools and resources to help us to understand that processing is a good thing because reacting would not be in my best interest to do. So I need to think about it. So so when you say thing. tools, um, be specific. Like what kinds of tools for people out there that may have the same questions? Sure. Reading um, books, counseling, <laughs> you know, what does that look like? Well, we're lifelong learners. And so we both have agreed that anything that we could do to enhance our relationship, whether that's a workshop about marriage or whether it's a workshop about communication, how to resolve conflict, how to understand um, my what is it? the Myers-Briggs, your personality, mm-hmm. understanding that a lot of those uh, topics we've taken at work. And I know at work, we've had to understand our teammates and we've had to understand how to work through conflict and how to have conflict resolution. And we use that at work. And so in our mindset, I'm like, we're, we both said we're getting all this training at work. Why can't we use those principles and go. skills and tools yep. in our relationship when we have to discuss issues or challenges or successes? And so we begin to practice that. Like is that we started practicing mm. that over and over and over again. And now it just becomes it's who we are. And Second nature. When you talked about her being a processor and me thinking on my feet. That did come from Myers-Briggs. Once we found out what our skill sets were in that area, then we went back, went in our locker room, and had a discussion about it. And then that's when I discovered, okay, her strength is in processing. But I had been pressing her to say, I asked you that question five minutes ago. Why didn't you respond to me? But I didn't understand that her strength was. I need to process it, understand how to communicate it. And now I just wait for her to process because I know the quality of the response I'm going to get because I'm giving her that space. So where I'm, if we look at the sports analogy in basketball, where I'm the point guard and she's the power forward. So Mm -hmm. she knows her strengths in processing. So I'm coming down the court. I'm ready to make the play. She's ready. She knows what that is. So I may hold the ball a little bit longer, let her get in position, boom, pass the ball to her, and then she scores. I have seen you play, dude. You're all hard. <laughs> Come on. You need I mean, to- we got to be real and transparent on this thing. Come well, on. You know, I like the whole I mean, ball. you had me until you passed. I mean, I was like, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he said, I passed. I'm like, nope. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, there's all kinds of thoughts um, going around in, in my head, but a couple of things that I'm pulling out of what you guys are are are, are saying here about uh, preparation and how people who are getting into sports um, work tirelessly for the goal, which is to be the best player 
on the best team, win the Super Bowl, win the Stanley Cup, win the NBA Finals, uh, be the MVP, uh, be known as LeBron James, like whatever that is, which we know is, I think it's it sounds really great. Uh, we we feel like there is a much greater goal, and so everyone is working. But I think that also applies to people who are working really hard at being a CEO of uh, whatever and studying finance and to try to be the next, you know, whomever, right? And and they they are really dedicating themselves to this and constantly working towards this. If we believe that your marriage is eternal, why are we not applying ourselves like that to, uh, to this? And the sad fact, and, and where I feel like the analogy does not apply, I think this is a great analogy for, for exactly what we're talking about, and that is, in sports, when you apply yourself and you become the greatest player that ever was, that, that slim percentage of a chance where you become what you have ever dreamed, you're there for a short period of time and your body gets older and it breaks down and you can't play like you used to or you get an injury or that. And then you find out really quickly just how short uh, that is. By the same token, it's the it's it's with the person who works all their life to become, and maybe you do become whomever to me, a, you know, a great CEO. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that someone who does that that they're, that that's necessarily wrong. But that person gets older. That person loses their job because there's somebody else that's behind them. And in it, but what we're talking about, your marriage can get stronger. Your relationship can get stronger the older you get, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's where this analogy is. And I don't, I'm not dispelling the analogy because I do think it's a great way of uh, of looking at us trying to be more intentional. But I think that that takes it to a new level when you realize your goal is not this small here on earth goal. It's something that is a forever thing. I think you set that up perfectly because I was meditating on a particular scripture that supports just what you said. And if we looked at second Timothy, the second Timothy, the second chapter, verse five, it says Timothy is actually teaching at this point. And he says, similarly, or similar. How do I say that? Similarly, that word. If anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. And so when I look at that, there are rules that are established by God before we even enter into this covenant relationship called marriage. And if we play by those rules, there is a guaranteed victor's crown and it continues to get sweeter and sweeter or gooder and gooder each year. There you go. Right. So the older we get, the more mature we get and the better our marriage gets. So we won't be like the athlete that gets too old and can't compete at that level anymore right. or 
yeah. has an injury and can't recover and come back, uh, the the positive thing for us is that if we continue to invest, be in the game, the marriage game, it's a guarantee that our relationship can get better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Now, no matter how old we get. That's correct. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I did wanted to say, it, even if a player, because we're using this analogy, gets old and Carlos and I both play tennis. We have some favorite uh, players that are getting up in age. And so, of course, as they get up in age, they can't run like some of the younger generation. Um, But they're putting in the work still. But the thing is, they're also looking at long term of other ways that they can either be involved in the sport or in uh, community work, um, yeah. you know, most of They'll them set up are a foundation. foundation. They do coaching. They do commentaries. So they continue to make their careers. They invest in their careers yep. and, and looking just beyond just that. Uh, that particular moment in time where just like our marriage, we look beyond the wedding day. Uh, we're, we're investing in life a long time together on earth. And so we didn't just prepare for the wedding. We prepared for the marriage. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think the sports analogy works too. When you, when, you know, when you first get married, um, and you've had that relationship before you get married too. You're you're infatuated with this person, and and you love everything about them, and you're not noticing certain things like you're talking about the communication and processing. And that probably when you guys were totally in love, you probably were just blowing right by that. You didn't care, right? You're exactly. Just like, you know, we're you know, you're in love, and that's and that's part of it. And it rolls into marriage, and when it's early, you don't you don't foresee changes. You don't you don't you don't know they're they're coming, and even if you tell a person who just got married that, whoa, you know things are going to change. You know, until you're in it and you're going through those changes, you don't really you don't really know. You're not equipped to deal. I with think that. what we if may I, I think what sure. we've seen with some couples is that they prepare for the championship, they prepare for the Super Bowl, they prepare for the Stanley cup, they prepare for the, uh, the NBA championship, but they don't prepare for the season. So wow. the big event is the wedding. That's the championship. Mm-hmm. So if they like can they just won. get to the yeah. championship, that's one and, and we're done. But instead of saying, no, let's make sure that we're prepared and we can start working toward the championship. So, that's the preparation that goes in before the season even starts. So there you start investing mm-hmm. by taking classes, getting around a community of healthy couples that are already in the game. Start doing those things. Then once you get engaged, now your season is starting. You're starting to work out. You're starting to make sure that you understand each other. There's a ton of resources that are available that can prepare you for the season and not just mm. the championship. Well, and that's the hard long part. That's not the, it's necessarily always the fun part. The practicing part is not always fun. Getting to the championship is always fun, <laughs> but 
there's a lot that goes on way before you ever exactly. get there. Exactly. That you kind of have to figure out how mm-hmm. to work through mm-hmm. and to make it through mm-hmm. in order to get to yeah. the end. If you look at your anniversary as the championship, so our anniversary is June 29th at what time what do time? we get married? Five what thirty. Time? Yes. Five thirty o'clock. <laughs> I can't think. There was, there was a, question. a question mark at the end of five thirty. Okay. June twenty ninth. That's our championship day. So if we get past that, okay, we've won the championship that year. So are we better off the next season than we were the previous I season? I love how you use that analogy. Yeah. That, that like I've never really looked at the anniversary as being the end of a season. Yeah. You go through a season from year to year, and that anniversary date is the championship every year. That's the championship. Yeah. I like that. That's what you're working towards. Yeah. Most so people then. are looking at the anniversary the week before if they're lucky. <laughs> and then they're <laughs> oh, trying to figure to out what we're going to do for dinner and Correct. flowers and like, uh, how am I going to find a babysitter? Like whatever to, to try to do it. But to look at it intentionally a year out, like our anniversary, like, you know, we're going to, this is, this is our achievement and we want to, we want to, when we get there, feel like we've won. We've accomplished mm-hmm. something. That's, that's a great And improved. Point. Improved. And yeah. so what I want to do is make sure that the owner of the team is very pleased with my performance. Uh-oh. Here and we go. Here's another analogy. is God. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's great. I, I want to stay <laughs> on the team. I don't want to be traded. See, I was thinking he was the coach. <laughs> no, no, the owner, no, the owner, the, the owner yeah, of the team, okay. the All one right. that puts the investment in to say, "I want this player in the game." What about the commissioner? The commissioner? No, is, you know what? The commissioner doesn't have as much. It's no, the owner. It's Owners, the owner. yeah, he, yeah, because the commissioner kind of answers to the owners. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so I, I love it. I, I love my owner, and I want to make sure that I'm pleasing my owner. So I'm putting in the investment. Yeah. The time, the preparation. I'm getting to know my teammate very well every single year. I know my teammate, but we also have Chris and Sonia, who's yeah. on yes. bigger team. <laughs> and just by having these conversations, it should help you grow from year to year or day to day minute to minute, whatever, the way you want to look at it. But I think through these conversations, we both, I know we could say that we grow from this and it helps us to continue to talk about how to win the the next season, you know, so. We often tell our boys that we're on the same team. We're wearing the same jerseys. Mm. So whenever our sons are having challenges, They know, okay, we need to huddle, take a time out, press pause, and let's kind of reset. And then let's get back in the game again. What do we need to do to prepare you for your next whatever that endeavor is? And the same thing for us. If we're on a challenge, let's take a time out. Let's huddle. Who do we need to get in? If if we've got an injury, then which physical therapist are we going to call in? to nurture us back to health. So that could be in the way of books. That could be in the way of taking a class. That could be in counseling that we have or a conference that we're going through, but we're going to. So we have to just 
is that the right physical therapist for us so that we can get healthy again and get back in the game? Let me um, let let me not not wrap it up, but I want to put this um, out there Um, and it may not be a, a short answer, which is okay, but. We're talking about really going all in, go in the game, um, focus, be intentional um, on your marriage. And it, it's 100%. It's, it, for me, it's solid. I'm just sitting here for this short amount of time inspired by, by what you guys have to say. But I know um, each one of you and your uh, personal relationship with God, not just in your marriage. And there's probably a lot of other people that are listening right now to this podcast and they have the same, they're in the same, like, I want to do this for my marriage, but I also feel like my relationship with God is maybe more important. So how do you guys balance that? I know, you know, and I don't want to answer for you, but you know, it's like in the way my mind works is I got to put things in boxes, drawers or whatever. and you know, this, you know, I have to put this relationship here and this relationship here in order for me to get, you know, in focus and, and, and do what I need to do. Um, but your, your relationship together and your marriage together is centered around God. So there's, there's, he's in that, right. But you also know there's warfare going on, you know, for the, these, the, your relationship with God as well as uh, with Catherine, because that's, that's the core of that. So how do you balance those two major things in the midst of everything else you've got going on? The way that we see our relationship with God is because of our relationship with God, mm-hmm. we, he gives us capacity to be able to handle everything else. Uh, remember in Matthew, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. We know that he's priority in our lives and only through him are we able to accomplish anything that we're doing in those six core areas of faith, family, finance, fitness, future, and fun. The only reason we're able to be successful is because of our owner. Mm. And our respect and our reverence for our owner, giving him and praying to him about what's our next step. Mm. What do we need to do next? So it's not for us more of a balancing act, but it's more of thank you that you've given us capacity to be able to accomplish or do all of these things that ultimately honors you. That's good. Right. And just to add to what Carlos was saying very quickly is the six core areas were in order for a reason to start with yep. faith. And then there was family. And so we, those two are priority in our lives. And so we look at our faith and faith means, you know, sometimes to us, where are we with God? And we look at that, you know, are you being spiritually fed and how is he speaking to you in your life? What do you need to do to get closer uh, to God? Because it's your own personal relationship. And so we but we talk about that so we can make sure that we're on the same page. And then we look at family 
and family is certainly our marriage and then yeah. our boys and then our extended family. Love it. I love it. All right. Well, we are, um, we're going to wrap up here. Any, any parting words on, on getting in the game, Sonia? This was, this was your, this was born yes. of your phrase out I of, uh, out of a podcast. Um, anything, any parting shots? that you want to take at me for not getting in the game. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's taking shots at me all night. But You know, I, not necessarily. I, I was just looking through this book um, that, I, that I picked up called Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. And um, there's something in here, as, as Carlos was talking about, how our relationships are supposed to be geared to please the owner. And I think we have to do certain things in order to get to that point. We have to follow rules. And so something that I've read in here that I've been looking over while we've been talking um, is, and I'm going to quote, um, this is what he says in this book. Um, That's what's so difficult about Jesus's call to love others. On one level, it's easy to love God because God doesn't smell. God doesn't have bad breath. God doesn't reward kindness with evil. God doesn't make berating comments. Loving God is easy in this sense. But Jesus really let us have it when he attached our love for God to our love for other people. In the marriage context, we have absolutely no excuse. God lets us choose whom we're going to love because we get the choice and then find it difficult to carry out the love in practice. What grounds do we have to ever stop loving? God doesn't command us to get married. He offered it to us as an opportunity. Once we enter the marriage relationship, we cannot love God without loving our spouse as well. So I think that's that good. what um, we got to credit there. The Gary Thomas, um, his book, Sacred Marriage. Mm. So, I, I mean, stuff. I think mm-hmm. that we just have to I think we have to understand that not only do we enter this relationship. Because we chose to, but then once you've entered in the relationship, it's really about that. Covenant with the owner, yeah. um, you know, God. So those are my parting words. With regards to this. All right, power couples, get in the game. We want to hear from you. We want you to get in the game and get on your device and talk to us. This Power Couples Rock is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and probably by now 16 other (laughs) social... <laughs> and uh, we we would love to to hear from you. We would love to share what you have to say. Uh, not everyone, uh, <laughs> not everything's going to get uh, mentioned on a podcast, uh, unfortunately. But we we would love to uh, get that feedback. Uh, start addressing uh, some things that uh, you all have to say uh, to us. So uh, thanks, you guys, and go get in the Thank game. Thank you. Power up. Yeah, let's get <laughs> yes. powered up. Thanks for listening to the Power Couples Rock Podcast. We hope that you've been encouraged, inspired, and supported. Please listen and subscribe to our other Power Pods as we are confident that they will strengthen your marriage. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. It's there where we can extend these discussions together, take these conversations, and your marriage to the next level. Enjoy your day.